one of the things that we need to be okay with as we grow up is 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 making mistakes accepting that i am human i can make mistakes at the same time i'm worth more and in order to to live my worth i need to seek it you need to be the one who takes the step to change your situation change your reality have you heard of the phrase multi potentialite i will be hopeful and resilient for my story is still being written hi i'm jagjati welcome to you are human a podcast attempting to decode human potential and possibilities by bringing you real stories real heroes this is episode 2 happy world earth day to all of you as mother earth has taken the matter in her own hands and is taking a break to heal herself my today's guest darin mehdi and i begin with talking about the positive impact of this pandemic on planet earth and our personal lives i think it's a bit unfortunate that this is the way we had to sort of give the earth a break caused by a pandemic that you know made us all just stay at home and pollute less however True. we need to look at every situation from uh, different perspectives and if there is a negative side to this pandemic then there is also a positive side to it we cannot complain you know levels of co2 levels of uh, carbon dioxide monoxide sorry reducing nitrogen oxide if you look at nasa maps from the sky you'll see there are clear mm. skies now even the himalayas yes. are are visibly clear even the um in venice in italy i think you've seen the photos yeah, the right fish yes returning and dolphins and i think it's a blessing in disguise we didn't want to or we didn't hope that the the earth or the environment would go through this pandemic to reach this status but uh, we need to celebrate uh, wherever we can uh, this positive news even in india if you if you know of the holy ganges people go there in order to wipe off their sins it's known as the holiest of holy river mm. and never has it been this clean as it is today so definitely a blessing in disguise yes i think it's it's also an opportunity as we sit at home for us to reflect on our practices whatever we do uh, that is uh, not environmentally friendly what are the things that we've discovered while in quarantine that we can give up on excessive purchasing any environmental habits that are basically um harmful more than unnecessary actually compared to you know what we're doing now since we're in confinement i think it's a great opportunity for us to heal from within as well right have there been any changes in your life like have you opted for something before pandemic before covid-19 and now after covid-19 you are doing so much for the environment already but has there been one thing or two things that you were like oh this is something i could have changed and i'm doing it now i think the most important thing that i feel like has been eye opening for me is how much time we spend polluting the environment without us really knowing for mm-hmm. me particularly because my schedule and normal times is is very um busy 
most of the time I'm outside the house. So my, how I'm driving my car, how many purchases that I'm, that I'm making. If I eat outside, there's a lot of plastic packaging. Right. Daily habits that go unnoticed that we don't pay attention True. to are the ones that I feel were really eye-opening for me during this, uh, this period of time. Doreen is a powerful face and name in Oman associated to the subject of environment. Being an elected board member of Environment Society of Oman, third time in a row, she is the brains behind conceptualizing so many environment-related events and competitions. You Are Human is a podcast focusing on the human elements, so I asked Doreen to shed out the ESO suit and get comfortable in her pajamas and share more about who she actually is. And she does it with such honesty, admits the power of being a jack of all, her idea of celebrating individuality rather than the average that this society wants us to be, and the art of making mistakes, wherein I agree, the Edison way. Well, first of all, thank you so much for the nice introduction that you've uh, given about me. Back in the days, maybe I was a prominent face supporting the environment and its initiatives, but now... Luckily, I, I am no longer feeling lonely in the middle of this field. A lot of Amani and non-Amani youth are taking up the environment and the different issues related to it and supporting it, whether it's uh, cleanups, littering, or anti-plastic campaigns. So there, this is something that I definitely need to bring up and, and thank and acknowledge, alhamdulillah, that these things have been changing in the Armani society. As far as who I am. I don't know. Have you heard of the phrase multi-potentialite? No. Educate me, please. <laughs> well, I spent a lot of my years uh, and until today, you know, being a wanderer, uh, searching for my calling. And I'd say that during all these years, I spent so much time doing several things uh, in order to I, I used to think to myself, okay, so if I can't find out what's my calling, at least I can check things off my list and decide, okay, these are not what I want to do. You know, you name it, whether it's learning percussion or languages yeah. or uh, Arabic calligraphy, uh, getting into the environment or entrepreneurship, uh, marketing a little bit. I've been doing a little bit of everything and it was until recently that I realized that there is a, a phrase for people like me and it's called multi-potentialite. <laughs> so these are people who uh, can do a little bit of everything and, and it's fine. It's not, you know, there's nothing wrong with us. I believe the tendency in our society is to go towards specialization, which can be a good thing. Mm. But that doesn't mean that as humans, we all need to be the same. You know what I mean? I'm still exploring. I know that I love the environment. I, I am passionate about uh, the environment, but I also believe that this is not the end of the road for me. I'm into a new field. Uh, I've joined a new job and I would really like to explore my limits and oh, my potentials further. And uh, yeah, you yes. never know when the next time you meet me, I'll be talking to you about uh, my trip in space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I am also like this. I wake up and I think, okay, what do I want yeah. to do today? You know, what is it that makes me happy? And I just yeah. go with it. So my family and my friends, they yeah. think that, oh, you're always distracted. You know, you, you can't stick to one thing. 
Now I have a term to tell them that, that I'm a multi what yes, potential. Exactly. Okay, so now I know what to give it yeah, back. Yeah, and I for me maybe because I'm I'm slightly on the older side. I am. I do feel like the level of experimenting was much higher as I grew up. But now I'm I'm going slowly right. into narrowing down the things that I'm interested in the most. And I think that's um, right. that's an important message for the youth, uh, millennials or uh, the generations that are coming, that it's fine to be slightly confused. It's okay to be courageous, trying out things and not figuring out what you want to do from a young age where everyone thinks, okay, I'm going to become a doctor or an engineer or an artist. Some of us don't have it coming as easy and as smoothly as we think. And that's completely fine. Yes. Any child or a teenager who is about to reach 10th grade or 12th grade, there is so much pressure in deciding what he or she wants to be. And if the, the child cannot decide, there is so much drama associated to it parents counseling teachers you know there are so many institute that counsel teenagers like okay based on this test this is what you're good at and this is what you can do that i'm, I'm not saying that it shouldn't be there of course they're necessary but what i have never understood is this false pressure that is put on children and students to decide at such an early age uh, so I'm really glad that you mentioned it. That definitely works wonders for some of them. Like I know some of my friends who decided at a younger age that I want to be a doctor or I want to be a writer and they have achieved it. But there are so many of us like me and you who just haven't figured it out. You have, you are figuring it out. That's great. I hope I figured it out too very yeah. soon. So thank you so much for rounding it up because it's a very important point. And I think even parents should be a little yeah. easy. You know, yeah, you and I, you know, there's a lot of pressure on us as we grow up because we want to have an income, we want to be productive citizens in the society, and then there's also the family part, and you know, why are you not doing anything? Being courageous, accepting the fact that we can make mistakes, it's fine. Trying out things was never a wrong idea, as long as we are focused in trying to figure out the closest as much as possible uh, interest to us. I, I was inspired by a book that entitled um, The End of Average. And the, the author talks about how the tendency of our societies is to impose the idea of averages on humans uh, because it's easier to mm. deal with us as an average rather than uh, celebrating individuality. He talks about the different applications of such an idea, whether it's in education. We are not all the same. We do have a lot of commonalities, right. but it's also our uniqueness that is that makes us important and great citizens with bright ideas and encourage innovation. And that's all within the idea of celebrating the age of individuality rather than the average. Absolutely, because in today's day and age, I think it's a modern day tragedy where we are always in this race of being a replica of yeah. someone. 
becoming like someone of course we need to have a role model and you know have a goal set learn from each other but somewhere in this chase we forget our own individuality yeah. it is really important to hold that up because the day we realize that this is who i am my how there are usps for brands we as human beings also have our own yeah. usps and i think the moment we realize that sky exactly. is the limit nobody can exactly. stop us and i think yes most important point to take is it's okay to make mistakes i mean we are so right. we we fear making mistakes as we grow up like our life would depend on it while you know in some countries uh where in education you know individuality is somewhat celebrated you'll find students trying out different majors throughout university taking gap years to discover or you know do some soul searching and these are all part of of our human nature to discover and explore and be constantly curious and not afraid to to make mistakes absolutely you know thomas alva yeah. edison right yeah. who invented the bulb he failed 999 times <laughs> exactly. before he had come up with a uh, with a bulb so when people told him that you failed 999 times he said no i have just learned 999 things that i don't have yeah. to do so it is about perspective yeah. as you rightly said that we are boggled upon when we make a yeah. mistake we are put down because we made yeah. a mistake but it is important if we don't make mistakes how are we exactly. going to learn how are we going exactly. to exactly yeah for us The reason why I started this podcast is to have conversations to learn from one another by learning about each other. Darin in the beginning mentioned about her interest in languages. I am intrigued by that and want to know which all does she speak. While she answers to that, she also reveals her love for Bollywood and our very own SRK. I learned languages but not to the extent of mastering them. <laughs> I took a course in French and I okay. had a Spanish um, speaking friend who used to teach me. Uh, however, I never ended mm -hmm. up practicing it much. Actually, no, I did take a course in Spanish. And I pick up languages quickly in conversation. Believe it or not, I learned Urdu from watching Bollywood movies. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm weird like that. What is your favorite line in Urdu or Hindi because Bollywood <laughs> is all about Hindi. So what what is your favorite line in Hindi or any Bollywood line from a movie? Uh, well, I'm a big fan of Shah Rukh Khan so it has to be uh, I don't know one of his <laughs> but I didn't prepare this for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, right. I caught you off guard. Let's just <laughs> keep it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Our very own multi-potentialite, like majority of us, is on Instagram, and she takes extra efforts in writing down some really meaningful captions. In fact, her captions are more like descriptions and stories. <laughs> One of her such captions that caught my attention is wherein she admits the fact that she is usually nervous while taking that first step. She feels unconfident, and in order to save herself from any kind of embarrassment, she procrastinates attempting the task or moving ahead towards her goal. I wonder if that is really her, as she comes across as an immediate go-getter. To which she says. 
this has a lot to do with my uh, science background. As a scientist, I am always calculating, researching, trying to gather enough data or information for me to, to justify moving to the next step. And I believe that this has a bit of an impact on the way I think or the way I do things in life. I do jump mm. sometimes, but it takes a lot of determination from my side to leave my comfort zone. Yeah, I. <laughs> it's a bit shocking, but for example, you know, changing my job I was just telling you about moving to a new job and everyone was telling me you know it's a government position why would you leave it it's very secure very comfortable and those thoughts were feeding my comfort zone even though I wasn't necessarily being fulfilled uh, doing what I was doing it took me a good mm -hmm five or seven years to decide I cannot do this anymore it's time to to jump and now that I have moved I look back and I'm like Darin what made you wait that long it's a combination I wouldn't say that I am extremely hesitant throughout everything in my life years of experience and and, and adventures and also being around people who who helped me understand myself better I do risk it um, sometimes and uh, I think I'm starting to love that side of me. <laughs> it is indeed important to explore our own potentials and recognize our different sides and love them. I too am someone who comes across as a go-getter but the fear of failing sometimes holds me back or delays my process of beginning something. Is the fear of failing common to you as well? Definitely. And this is why I told you, you know, that one of the things that we need to be okay with as we grow up is 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 making mistakes and especially if you're from um, your family background or you've been brought up to sort of fulfill a certain plan or idea for your parents or that's what you think at least. Uh, making those kind of decisions, calculating everybody's response, what do they, what would they think about me? And then if I actually make this move, what about the mistakes that are going to happen? You know, you start putting in lots of excuses yeah. even before attempting to make a, the first step a very bad idea. <laughs> True, absolutely. That's why I think you and me both keep doing different things because we overcome our yeah. fears. So, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Also, you talk a lot about, again, going back to your Instagram captions, there's one another thing that I saw that you talk a lot about respecting your yeah. own self. Do you think our generation or mankind in general lacks being self-attentive? It's really important to notice the language we use while speaking yeah. to ourselves. Do you think we tend to devalue our own potentials most of Definitely. the time? Definitely. This fear of making a change or this fear of leaving our comfort zone, if you look at the root cause of it, it's because we we don't think that we deserve something better. So instead of us putting ourselves out there, we're like, you know what, why would you put yourself in a situation where you would just make things worse? But if we had more self-respect, we would acknowledge that I deserve the best and in order to get the best, then I need to try out things. I need to be easier on myself and, and, and accepting that I am human. I can make mistakes. At the same time, I'm worth more. And uh, 
in order to to live my worth, I need to seek it. I need to work on myself, develop my skills. I think it's related a lot to self-awareness. And these are things that I don't think they are very common in, in our society. And we are more of a, um, of a culture that says, let's just go with the flow. Let's see what life hides for us. Let's see how things work out. Mm. But in reality, who's who's going to get these things and how are you going to get it? You need to work on yourself. You need to you need to be the one who takes the step to change your situation, change your reality. And once we realize and understand how worthy we are, that's when we will start pursuing this. Life is not going right. to change itself. Uh, on its own you need to be the change maker at least of your own self before your society community or country or uh, whatever you your belief system is i used to be like that i recognize a lot of self-sabotage going on as i grew up that was feeding my fear to change my fear to just be out there and it takes a lot of work on yourself to to realize how much you're a, you know you're a nice and creative human being that deserves nothing but the best and uh, you are going to make that best you are going to achieve it you're going to pursue it yes absolutely the power lies exactly. within us indeed Doreen I am a big fan of poetry okay and you too are a big time poetry lover and you also have this flair mm. in writing I don't know if there's something personal that you would like to share but if there's anything you'd like to recite from maybe your own creations or your favorite poets or poems well this whole writing thing is is kind of semi new semi old at the same time so i have been pouring my heart into my instagram captions because i look at it as a as my blog entries you know just me and they are primarily for me so i can look back and go through this photographic diary that describes who I was and what I was going through during certain times of my life. Uh, but recently I've taken up, uh, taking up on uh, journaling um, and those are more intense and more personal. I don't know, maybe when I'm like 70 or older, when uh, no one's <laughs> going to be, you know, caring enough to read my diaries, I'll, I'll publish them. <laughs> <laughs> so I can remain still friends, you know, with all the people who know me. <laughs> but I will, um, I, I enjoy reading poetry by um, a young lady called uh, Morgan Harper Nichols. She's on Instagram. And I would like to read something uh, that has touched every nerve in me. And I hope uh, it will uh, with the listeners too. Please. please okay. <clears throat> She says, I have been undone by broken things and also the morning sun. And I know it is not too late to become who I am meant to become. I am learning to be less afraid. I am learning to choose peace even before it all falls in place. I am waking up to a new beginning. I do not know what lies ahead, but I feel in my, that my heart is healing. I will trust no matter what is missing. Love is real and flows abundantly, like a river in the middle of the desert, rushing wild despite my uncertainty. And through half-closed curtains and right onto my skin, I will slow down long enough 
to feel where the light pours in. I will be hopeful and resilient, for my story is still being written. For my story is still being written. Wow. This, in fact, applies to all of us as all our stories are in the making. I ask her as to how she sees her story being written from now on, to which she says, We were talking in the beginning about healing and pieces being put back together. A lot of this is happening to me on a personal level as I spend time with myself contemplating during quarantine and and now that we've just ended Ramadan as well. So there has been some serious <laughs> contemplation going on. <laughs> and I just hope that uh, I fulfill my role uh, as a, you know, a citizen on this earth and manage to do good and people remember me in the best way possible and uh, keep uh, exploring. As we come to an end to yet another episode, I would thank all of you for supporting me with such an overwhelming response to my first episode. Here are a couple of messages that I have received for it. You Are Human by Jagriti was a great find. The first episode itself got me hooked. The guest that you got, she was so amazing, especially when she spoke about her bipolar disorder and how she she taught me a great deal about how certain challenges uh, handled positively. When she spoke about how bipolar disorder not only made her creative but also gave her energy, it also showed me a positive side towards the adversity. Masoon was a great inspiration. The way the podcast was scheduled, it was not too preachy. It was more of a discussion. Hence, I loved listening it. I'm looking forward for the second episode. Hey there, I am Hitri from Oman. When I heard the first episode, I was speechless. Other people are suffering too. I am not the only one. It gave me a ray of hope to pull myself back up from the sludge of negativity. Ironically, that is created by you and only you. This podcast is so motivating and I wish you all the very best for the most awaited show. I am eagerly waiting for the next episode. It's your love and support that encourages me to bring you many more such stories. Thank you for listening to You Are Human. If you liked today's episode, then please share it. And if there's a subscribe or a follow option on the platform you're using to listen to this podcast, then please do that too. See you in the next episode. Until then, remember, our time is limited. Let's make the most of it.